The swamp without a still is just a tent. A martini without olives doesn't quite make it. And Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Put on your headphones. Listen for the tone of your favorite podcast, Mash Minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute detailed analysis. Of the movie without which the series wouldn't exist. Megan and Tierney, and guest will make three. Goddamn Army, Mash And I can say, hi Megan, we missed you! Hey! Did you have thoughts on Minute 88? Did I totally screw you up? No, no, I, it's fine. I don't. I don't really remember eighty eight. Eighty nine is when they're like just getting on the helicopter, right? That's where it ends. Oh, 80, it's where it ends. Yeah, eighty nine is. Well, we should probably start the show first, shouldn't we? Oh, yeah, that'd be a good thing, <laughs> right? Welcome back to Mash Minute, where we just leap right in to the Robert uh-huh. Altman film Mash. <laughs> it's very Robert Altman like, don't you think? Ooh, look oh, at yeah. this method podcasting. Ooh, method podcasting. So I'm I'm Tierney Steele. I'm Megan Coleman. I'm Jen Strazero. I have no idea what I'm doing. No. (laughs) Jen is being a wonderful guinea pig for her and her husband's podcasting abilities and setups. She is joining us today to talk about Minute 89. In case you couldn't tell from us, already starting to talk about it. It begins with Hawkeye explaining to a nurse that they're going to operate on the baby, whether she likes it or not. And it ends with a <laughs> dapper Hawkeye and Trapper landing by helicopter back at MASH while some wounded are unloaded. Oh, uh, okay. Right. Yes. So I'm mostly in the right place then. Okay. <laughs> oh, we did miss you. It felt very weird to not have my, uh, because Jen hasn't seen the show. So I had oh. no one to get my MASH references. Yeah, Megan. I am really not that familiar with MASH. So I'm learning as I go. <laughs> I started backwards. I started with the movie. I'm assuming that's... Well, actually, yeah. I Now I want to read the book. Ooh. I could jump around and do the book after the movie and then the show. That would be kind of weird. I recommend but. the audiobook if you can get your hands on a copy. Really? Yes. I love audiobooks. Yes, okay, the, the narrator good. is fabulous. Oh, I love a good narrator. Okay. He apparently also does a lot Dude. of mysteries, but I didn't... He it, Not to make it sound like this MASH audiobook is like a mystery, but he does a really good job. Nice. Yeah. I don't, I don't listen to audiobooks, so I can't help you in that department. So I'm glad, Megan, you finally have Ooh. someone who understands. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you have a long yeah. commute, you know. Traffic. Yeah. Oh, it's a driving thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Or when I used to go to the gym, sometimes I listen to audiobooks, too. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Make the elliptical seem not so hellish. You know, good times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so sorry succulent i just broke like two of its leaves oh no sorry right, aggressive gonna, podcasting maybe, charity what's going I, maybe, on <laughs> I, maybe we can get trapper to come in and fix it yeah, I'll, I'll just to fix gently dust you while i'm sitting here and looking at how <laughs> dusty you are and it broke off in my hand i'm just like i'm sorry i was trying to help <laughs> um speaking of trying to help no just kidding <laughs> So they are going to help this kid. Now, I'm not sure how I feel about this line. We don't want him, but we don't feel we can back away from him. 
Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's very awkward. I get Hawkeye is trying to just smooth talk this nurse. But it's so great. is this the baby in the previous minute who is like half American, half yeah. Korean yeah. or Japanese? Or, yeah. Yeah. So he's not going to really fit in well yeah. in either culture, basically. <laughs> Poor kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. And he was born needing surgery. It's not good. Not good. At least you found the whorehouse hospital bar er thing, right? Like, it makes it better. So, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of is why he would say that. Because I think there was the same issue with Vietnamese children who were half American, half Vietnamese. Yeah, it was so funny at the beginning of last minute. I was like, well, we could have a really depressing conversation if you want. (laughs) Super depressing. (laughs) Yeah. It's not uh, not a great look. For armies or for militaries. No, actually, because kind of awkwardly related to this, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about Japan lately, like for mm-hmm. foreigners who have moved to Japan because of a spouse or because they've wanted to learn the language. And there was a video someone did about how it's really difficult for foreigners, even if you have a job and even if you speak fluent Japanese, to get an apartment. Hmm. Because there's the concerns that you'll be too loud, you won't fit in well, you don't really know the language, you don't know how to sort the trash correctly. Correctly. Oh, okay. You know, you won't fit into the neighborhood association because apparently those are big things. It's like being a part of your, an active in your neighborhood association, which I had no idea. And the government did a report a couple years ago basically being like, oh, crap. Yeah, we're not really great for foreigners, but we need healthcare workers. So. Hi. Hey. But you have to pass the language test in three years, and most people don't pass it, even if they know Japanese. Hey. <laughs> They're like, so we're going to try to make robots. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) I should have asked my friend Abby. Her brother lives in Japan, but I've met him once. Once. So I don't really know that much about what his experience has been like. Yeah. Getting settled over there. The video is by this guy who has a whole channel. And he's, I think he's half Japanese himself, but his wife's from Tokyo and he's Canadian. And they okay. moved about five, six years ago to Japan. And he said it once he had lived there for a year, because his wife was Japanese and had citizenship, like they just gave him a permanent residency card. That was really easy. And then it was like easier for them, even though she's Japanese, it was super hard for them to get an apartment because he's a foreigner. But it was so much easier for them to buy a place. Like nobody batted an eye. It was like, oh, you have cash? Here you go. <laughs> oh, oh, shoot. So we will get Jen back online to talk about Colonel Merrill. Sorry, guys. Welcome back. Hello. I'm just keeping things interesting, you know. Woo. Woo. Sorry. It's all good. I'm glad you were able to just hop back on in time to watch <laughs> Colonel Merrill oh, be. Uh, <laughs> so uh, on this point, I stand as firm as the Rock of Gibraltar. I would like to think this is where I got the mental idea that he was British, even (gasps) though I I knew that couldn't be right. Can I say, he reminds me of the father in Mary Poppins when he's singing the song about being a banker. Do you remember? I was like, ooh, is that who? I forget his name, but. Mr. Banks. (laughs) Mr. Banks. (laughs) I was like, I'm sure he has a first name. We probably know it at some point. I don't remember. That's funny. He comes in. I do like, this time I will not be intimidated. And I just picture him out in the hallway, like, psyching himself up for this. Like, all right, all right. This time, these guys, I'm I'm going to get to do this. I'm not going to get my my speech ready. Yeah. yeah, walks in and there is some awesome, like, silent communication happening between Trapper and Hawkeye oh, yeah, and Melee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they pin his arms behind him, wrestle him to the ground, and knock him out with gas. Classic. Classic. 
As you do. Yeah. We He does manage to get one of his last things is, what, the Sam Hill? And I <laughs> got to look that up. And what I love is, I knew it was kind of one of those, like, swears that's not a swear. Mm. So it's a stand-in for the devil, but I didn't realize the Sam comes from something, too. Hmm. Oh. It's not just, like, a rhymey thing. Like, the Sam comes from Solway, like, the greeting root of the word there's a bunch oh, of um, greeting words weird. that start with sa and and the, and that and then the hill is just rhymes with devil so it's like hello um, hell or something yeah hello <laughs> devil <laughs> but we get some really cool camera work in this scene to match our action because as he passes out the camera like goes out of focus and blurs mm. out into black right. and then he comes back and it and it comes and then like with the camera flash it's it's just guys this, this is beautifully put together in this minute <laughs> yeah definitely annoyingly yes <laughs> i was gonna say who would like to talk about what the camera is flashing on <laughs> oh like when it comes out of um yeah, well, he's he's in the. Uh... So what have they done, basically? Oh, he's, he's with one of the ladies of the night. They basically, yeah, they <laughs> they set him, him up together, and it looks like they had sex, but he probably was passed out. So I love you when know, he like looks down thing. at his lap and under the blanket, and he's like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, like, he's not even sure what happened. Like, what happened? Yeah. Did anything like, happen? No, I don't think so. I think I they think are so just either, posing but. for pictures. And I love how into it this girl is. Like, she just thinks this is hilarious. She, yeah, she, she is, is a very good sport, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> she just thinks this is so funny. I love her, like, stroking his hair. And <laughs> yeah. She's just, like, having the best time and he is trying to escape. And at one point, Trapper says this one is for West Point, And I wonder if... We're supposed to believe yeah. the Colonel actually did go to West Point, possibly. You know, a little alumni oh. magazine submission. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering. And, uh, oh, we get two Sam Hills in this minute. We do. I just realized. Wow, that's exciting. I feel kind of there's such a crowd of people behind <laughs> so he breaks free of the woman eventually <laughs> yeah eventually <laughs> struggling the whole way i i do love trapper's comment there's no competition to the painless pull but it's pretty healthy i think yeah. <laughs> mm. oh my yeah oh my, oh my. yeah uh, <laughs> and then we get we caught you with the pants down the gong switches the thing so i we called out the cinematographer in an earlier minute just to say like hey there's some really good work going on here and i'm not sure who gets the credit for this minute so i'm going to shout out the editor of this movie danford b green sorry my cat hold on nigel Sorry, my cat's drinking out of the toilet. I don't know if it has one of those blue things in it. Nigel, Nigel, get out of the toilet. I refuse to cut this. Sorry, I think he's doing it for negative attention. (laughs) Like, Mom, you don't love me, toilet. Nigel, you want to be on a podcast? Nigel, you want to be on a podcast? Uh, Are you just jealous, Nigel? Poor Nigel. Nigel, get away. He's drinking it. Oh, I hate when he does that. Well, it's like it's like you give them water. It's not like they don't have water and they're dying of thirst. Oh, it's like how I offer my child food and then she goes to my mom's house and acts like she's never eaten before in her life. And I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. Oh my yeah. god! I'm like, no, you were no. eating as we walked in. What is wrong with you? I'm like, I offered you food. You didn't want it. Like, I offered you different food. You kind of ate it. Like, what are you talking what about, are child? You doing? What are you doing? Why is mom's put? What's that? 
Why are grandma's crackers better than my crackers? This is the same as that freaking crackers. But mom, what about the men that are fighting for our country and what our land? That? And I would be like, well, they're starving children in Korea. And so you should eat your food because they can't eat it. <laughs> Let's yeah. make it depressing. North Korea, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also like the line about how there's a, a comparing him to painless pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love how it's like, we're not going to totally drop that storyline. I'll say one quick thing. Danford Green was also the editor on Blazing Saddles. Oh! And worked on the History of the World Part 1. So Mel, Gri- Mel Brooks guy, which of course I love. Nice. And then he also was the um, editor for a movie called There Goes My Baby. Oh. Why does that sound familiar? 1994 film. Graduates of a Los Angeles high school in 1965 see America's culture and politics gradually change. It's basically spo- It's basically an American graffiti ripoff. I think I've seen that. Oh. Starring Dermot Mulroney, Ricky Schroeder. Oh my god. Noah Wiley. Yeah, this looks vaguely familiar. Yeah. That seems like a USA up all night movie that would have been a yes, I watched yeah, right. this movie so many times and it's one of those that like I never knew the name of it just sometimes it appears on your television right. and you have to watch it because you never know when it will be back <laughs> that is funny so I just had wow. I had to shout it out as soon as I saw that I'm like you've got to be kidding me <laughs> wow I'm looking at I'm trying to find so. it Oh, wow, well, Noah Wiley really hasn't aged at all has he he's like Paul Rudd pretty much it's like <laughs> They age just enough to make you think that, like, you know, they're not immortal, but, like... not be creepy. Exactly. (laughs) That's funny. So true. So, you never know where... You never know where these minutes will take you. Oh, my Uh, goodness. Uh, Ha ha. Incidentally, Usher does There Goes My Baby, the song. Hmm. The drift... I think the drifters did the original. I I was gonna say, that's probably really messing up your search results, huh? (laughs) I always love that. Although sometimes you find good songs that way. Every so often I'll come up with a really clever episode title and then I'm like, I should Google this and just make sure it's not like mm. something terrible and I just don't know about it. And mm. I found some good stuff that way. You never know. But yes, we have our last gong for a while, right, Megan? Yeah. The loudspeaker comes back. Because we're leaving Japan. I actually, I really like this idea that you developed um, with Jim where the gong takes the place of the loudspeaker and now we have the handoff back to it's like, like it literally a gong Korea. sounds cut to close up of loudspeaker <laughs> yeah i thought we'd have slightly more golf like the first time i watched this but maybe that's because you know in the book the japan storyline goes on a lot longer yeah they're they go to a golfing tournament right there's the whole thing about yeah like how they like work their way in and you know everyone just is convinced very quickly that they're actual golf pros even though it's pretty obvious that they're not <laughs> They're pretty good at golf, but they're not actual pros. And Well, and it's very weird because in the MASH credit... So, um, Jen, if you ever look up MASH on IMDb, the uncredited yep. section goes on forever. Oh, interesting. And there's a Japanese pro and Japanese caddy listed with actors. And huh. so I'm wondering if there was like a deleted scene or something like that. Probably. Probably. It's Altman, right? Yeah. (laughs) I was trying to find something, and maybe I'm just looking in the wrong place. Like, the places Um, I would usually find that information, I wasn't seeing it. Does your Russian script have any scenes that don't... (laughs) 
that aren't in the movie. Like, I wonder if they, because they, oh if they're listed, God. I wonder, I mean, they could have been consultants, I suppose. Well, and they do drive by the golf course. Yeah, so, so maybe they're like they in that. They could be in that, that? I'm but, but yeah, let's see. Search within page. Because <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if like he shot some scenes and then certain stuff just, well, I'm sure that happens with most movies. They shoot certain scenes and then they decide to cut them for various reasons. Just like they go back and add scenes or redo scenes. So I wonder if. Oh, we do get some more on Colonel Merrill in the, in the script, but oh, wow, this isn't nearly as fun as what we get. I will just <laughs> say at some point it must be before like instead of being corralled into the office and held there we get a captain pierce captain mcintyre colonel merrill wishes to wishes you to report to his office immediately hawkeye tell him we'll think about it (laughs) to trapper i suppose we do have to reach some sort of understanding with the old boy trapper to melee what's the bastard really like melee for the corporal's benefit as well as theirs colonel merrill is a veteran of 20 25 years in the regular army, a soldier first and a doctor second. A member of several patriotic organizations, he believes it's America's God-given mission to maintain a foothold for freedom on the Asian mainland. Trapper, that bad? Yeah, jeez. Yeah. And then they go, and then Hawkeye gets his in in Korkura, which he doesn't say. You know, it's funny. In earlier scenes, I was saying, like, I don't know what Ring Lardner Jr. and Altman are going on about. There's plenty in the script that's word for word. But there are whole scenes that are very much not. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we do have a golf scene. What? Two Two girl caddies enter the shop while he is speaking. They are young, not more than 17, dressed in slacks. They see Trapper and Hawkeye's golf bags and start to sling them over their shoulders. Trapper, agreeing, yeah, maybe we ought to, sees caddies. Hey, who are they? Golf pro, your caddies, but perhaps it is becoming too late to start. Trapper, walking over to caddies for closer look. Not at all. Touches the prettier one under the chin to raise her downcast head. What's your name, honey? Hawkeye, come on, Trapper. We got to forget golf for today. Trapper, I don't know why, as long as it's light enough to see your caddy. Hawkeye to golf pro. What's the age of consent in this country? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it sounds like the book. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is so much better. Good God. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't leave much to your imagination. And that's yeah. the end of the scene, just like it cuts uh, to the next one. Uh, the the golf pro is basically like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Hawkeye says, Come on, let's take them to the NEHWH. Oh, okay. And they go there. And I'm just going to stop reading, quite <laughs> frankly. <laughs> you're like, I'm good. Thanks, Russian script. <laughs> I'm good. I do not need to think about that at all. I will say the golf caddy listed is male, so thank God they must have changed it at least that much by the time they got to shooting. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. All right. For the love of God, let's talk about the halls of Montezuma instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's moving time. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. So the the helicopter lands. There's obviously a ton of casualties. Hawkeye and Trapper are dressed up in their golf duds. So we are to infer that they went golfing right. after everything yes. worked out. They bought these fantabulous outfits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder if I'm, I think this might have been the scene where in real life the helicopter crashed. Oh. It's ringing a bell. So um, Robert Altman mentions in the commentary the crashed helicopter that we see them talking by earlier in the film, Jen, 
was yep. a, was one that actually crashed during filming. And oh. Allison was like, oh my God, leave it, leave it, leave it. I can use this. Wow. <laughs> so, so, and he really loved the scene of the golf. Right, like right, right. pants and socks and shoes going through all this. But the announcement is about the movie The Halls of Montezuma, which is a 1951 World War II film. Oh. And it's about the U.S. Marines, obviously. Mm. And uh, was directed by Academy Award winner Lewis Milestone. Oh, nice. Hmm. So it's it's a really famous one. And it's one of the World War II movies where they used real combat footage from the war. Interesting. Like wow. as part of their fight scenes. Wow. So yeah, there's a few like that. And it's always really exciting when you see it. And then I it also leads me to one of my favorite trivias about Star Wars, which is before they could get the special effects done, George Lucas would just add in like dogfight footage from World War II movies oh. to be like, this is kind of what it will look like. Right, right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, um, movie trivia. Yeah, it's all good. And then I don't have much movie trivia about the Halls of Montezuma itself because I haven't seen it. Me either. Probably will at some point. I, oh, starred Robert Wagner in his first credited screen role. Okay. (laughs) No, I listened to the podcast Friendly Fire, which is about war movies. Oh, interesting. And so there are a lot of war movies that I haven't seen, but I now, like, at least know about them and know, like, okay, here's the important things. Here's the basic plot. I love, <laughs> for some reason, it sounds weird saying it, but I love, <laughs> I do love horror movies. I mean, sorry, I do like horror movies, too. Um, I love war and war is horror, but I, I enjoy war movies myself as well. Uh, I would definitely recommend looking up Friendly Fire. And they have, like, a know if it's all searchable but like in their archive you can just look at the different pages and like see like you can pick and choose episodes because there have definitely been movies they covered where i'm like that was a fascinating discussion that sounds like it was beautifully done i am never effing watching that movie (laughs) (laughs) like that sounds way too heavy for me have you seen gallipoli no i haven't seen it that's a good one that's the the new one right no i'm talking old mel gibson was in it back in the day oh okay for some reason i thought it was a new there's been a gallipoli movie oh i didn't even know at that. some point whoa carol oh, burnett okay whoa i see you're thinking of the 81 yep. movie oh yeah i mean it makes sense that mel gibson since it's australians right right, like, right. that's a good um let me just see if i can find oh 2015 okay well that's oh wow new enough is it based on that movie that's cool. Oh, it's a mini series. Mm. Everything, everything is like a, a docu series or a mini series on Netflix now. Well, I just remember there being a lot of talk about it because I yeah. think it was per- like it lined up with the hundred year anniversary. Yeah, like they telecast like on purpose they lined it up, and so I I remember a lot of people talking about it with all the hundred year stuff. Mm. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, now I want to go get an Anzac biscuit. So. <laughs> Thanks, Mash. Didn't see that one coming. (laughs) Did anyone have anything else for Minute 89 that they wanted to talk about? And I know, Jen, you were saying you have to get running. So I always always tell our guests, though, if there is anything they would like to talk about, like, if there's anything in this movie that you, like, had a strong feeling about, and you're like, look, I know it's not in my minutes, but I have to say this. Well, I think I think I already said it. I just thought there was a weird I know it's like I feel weird because I don't know the show, but like mm-hmm. the movie definitely seemed well acted and very funny. But like the guys, like I just didn't like them. Mm. 
Like, I just didn't like the characters, the way they, I mean, they were funny, and I, like, got the humor, but mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like this wouldn't fly if they remade a MASH movie today. <laughs> I don't, you know oh, what I mean? No. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I mean, I know it's like, that was the day and time they were doing it. I, I will be very curious to someday see your reaction to Alan Alda's Hawkeye, <laughs> who has a heart of gold. But then that also takes away some of the dryness that you were saying you really like with the humor. So yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess would you find him schmaltzy? Well, I feel like I like the dryness, mm. but like the whorehouse thing is like, I'm like, all right, I'm not like a 40 year old man. I'm not going to laugh at that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just <laughs> like in the next minute when he tells the yeah. screwed a kabuki dancer. Yeah, you're not so down yeah with that. exactly. <laughs> I think I'm like, I, I, I did make it like audible disdainful noise of some sort when he said that. I was like, I was like, oh, of course he did or something. I was just like, OK, I don't know. That's just my one. We critique. get it. You have penises. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, all right. But but it does make me curious about the show. So I'm I'm excited to look into that audiobook and the show. Ooh. Yeah. Well, keep us keep us updated. I would love it. If you have I any will. further insights, we do have a Facebook group called the Mash Minute Post App Listeners Ward. And we're on Twitter and Instagram at Mash Minute. So that's where you can find us to submit reviews and ideas. Fun. Thank you. We also talk a lot about if we were going to recast this movie with modern people. <gasps> oh, I love that game. Again, <laughs> like, what would this movie, what would the movie be if it was told from Margaret's point of view instead of the boys? And so right. they even have a lot of fun mm. on there. Super creative. Yeah. And Jen, why don't you tell the internet where it can find you and your creative endeavors? The Big Brown Chair is at bigbrownchair.peter. Is it net? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. The. You need the article in this case. You need that the. (laughs) The Big Brown, not the Big Brown Bear. The Big Brown Chair. But we, yeah, we definitely haven't done any content in a while just because we moved and had all this stuff happen. So we're like trying to get back into it. This has inspired me. Hopefully I will. Yay! Yay! So yeah, check out thebigbrownchair.org. I've written for it. Jenna's written for it. Someone's cat wrote for it. Oh, Jess. Yeah, Jess. (laughs) That was... I would like to do some music reviews, so... Ooh. So hopefully that will happen. And if anyone, if Megan's interested, let us know. <laughs> Kick us in the butt and get us going. <laughs> oh, there's one I hadn't read. Sorry, on the I hadn't read about Fuller House. I'm really excited. Oh now. Yeah, yeah, I know what I'll be doing once we log off. I bet Jess wrote that. I don't know who wrote that one, but I do. I I just I was the right age. Yeah, I loved Full House, yeah. and so I. Mm. Just love Fuller House by extension. <laughs> yeah, Mash right. and Full House. I was a complicated kid, what can I say? <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us, Jen. Thank I'm you so much. I'm really glad I forced you to watch this movie. <laughs> no, me too. I appreciated it. It was awesome. Thank you. Awesome. All That's right. great. I'll see you soon. See?